0: You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello everybody, this is Ian Beckles and welcome back to In the Trenches. I know all you Buccaneers fans had a good day yesterday at 1 o'clock. I know we did here at Dignitary T and Cabba House. We enjoyed ourselves watching that game. Um, congratulations to the Buccaneers. They get it done. They win 20-17 to 17 yesterday in Minnesota. I've played on some bad football teams. A lot of, most of them were bad. You just, bad teams don't win on the road a lot. I'm just telling you, I'm winning on the road against a good football team. First of all, let me start by this, all right? There's 32 teams in the league right now overreacting. It's one game, period. Like I've had somebody today, I was on a Mike Calter show today, and I heard somebody, I told you, what did you tell me? You You don't tell me nothing after one game. Okay, nobody tells nothing after one game. Nobody is anything right now. Let's just get that straight. Nobody's, Kansas City's not bad. Pittsburgh's not bad. The Giants can't be that bad. Cincinnati's not that bad. You think Cincinnati's offense is not good? Come on, now, it's, one, it's one game now. That's all it is. So that's what we have to take it. That being said, for... I don't know if I've ever really spoke negatively about Todd Bowles on my on my podcast. because At times, I think head coaching is overrated and underrated at times. I've never seen anything about Todd Bowles that really upset me, okay? For those that don't think Todd Bowles is a good coach, what I did see yesterday was guys fighting for their coach or fighting in general, okay? That's all I look for. If you watch Buccaneer football like I do uh, every snap, Every game, that was a different-looking defense yesterday. That ball, that. hey, at the end of the first quarter, we had former players in here going, boy, that looks a little different, doesn't it? They just were flying to the football, flying to the football, okay? I didn't see that last year. I didn't see that last year. It didn't, didn't look right at the end of the year. Yes, okay, once again, one game now. That's it. I'm not going crazy, there's 32 teams, 16 winners. 8 of those 16 winners probably won't make the playoffs and vice versa. Okay, the ones that lost yesterday, oh my god, oh who was me? A lot of them are going to make the playoffs. Okay, that's just, there's a 17 games. It's a lot of damn games out there. I thought coaching-wise we looked vanilla offensively but effective. That being said, that's you're not going to continue to march that out there and win continuous games. Our defense is not going to do that to that many more teams. This is the NFL, all right? Defenses are ahead of offenses, and after a while, the offenses are going to start catching up. What we did offensively was perfect yesterday. It's not going to continuously be perfect as we go. Now, to a tight game like that, it's great to win that game because – The Buccaneers mess around and beat Chicago next week, which they probably could and should. Then you look around and you, and then you kind of look in the locker room and thinking, well, we don't really give a crap what everybody else thinks. Maybe we're good. Now, that was one game. Mess around and poop on yourself in week two. That game just disappears. Then you're just one and one and you're just what it is. But looking at that game yesterday, I saw good, bad, and ugly, okay? Mostly good if you're a Buccaneer fan. That's real. I looked around. I saw mostly good stuff. I write down notes as the games go on. I look at stuff. I write down stuff. Antoine Winfield Jr. was all over the damn field, okay? Love the kid. If he stays healthy... Going to Pro Bowl. If he stays healthy, that's big, okay? I don't know how healthy he's been to this point. He he's got signs of he's got a little Ronde Barber in him. We saw blitzing, we saw him juke a running back and do some good things. Listen, I just want you to make football plays, okay? Antoine Winfield Jr. is a football player. That's it. We we need to put that tag on more buccaneers. There's not enough buccaneers we can say, that guy's a football player. Antoine Winfield Jr. is a is a football player. Um I'm talking about good things I saw. I thought the tackling was excellent. Tackling was excellent you know, for the most part. Um, you come down to the end of the year, good tackling football teams, they make it. If you're a poor tackling football team, it's going to be a long, long football season. What I saw yesterday, I saw some wonderful things tackling. I saw Devin White, and I don't know how much is mental. I don't know how much it's physical. Devin White looked like Super Bowl year Devin White. All over the place, flying. I mean, when he is at his best, he's one of the best. When he's at his best, he's one of the best middle linebackers out there. He, he just is. We need consistency from Devin White. We need him to shut his yap in the offseason. He was a little bit too yappy for me. You can play football, brother. Just go up and play. Go out and play. Somebody's gonna pay your money. Don't know if it's gonna be the Buccaneers, but somebody's gonna be out there paying your money. Uh, the DB is he in? The young kid, um, unbelievable interception. I mean, that was a that was just a theft. That was a, I don't know what the receiver was, but he literally just snagged it out of his hands. That was gonna probably be a touchdown, okay? So he was good, bad, and ugly himself, this Izzyan kid. He had that unbelievable intersection/slash steal. Uh, then he had a pass interference around the goal line, which was a pass interference. You can't hook somebody with that hand. You can't do it, whether you're a Buck fan or not, you can't hook him. And then he missed that tackle on Addison on the touchdown, which I thought was a great effort by Addison. But if you're, you know, Izzyan, you gotta make that, you gotta make that tackle. But as a whole, I don't have many complaints about this Buccaneer defense, man. I really don't. They were flying. We got to get more pass rush. JTS, I'm just still waiting for you to do something. And I don't tell him he jumped on a fumble. I don't give a rat's ass if somebody jumps on a damn fumble. Football playing to me is not jumping on fumbles and blocking passes. You're a defensive end. You're a defensive end or a linebacker. You got to get after that damn passer, brother. You got to go. Shaq Barrett was flying yesterday. I don't know if he had a. I don't know if he had a, a sack, but Shaq Barrett was flying yesterday. He, it's, it's a difference when you put that film on and you put Joe Trayańczyk and, and Shaq Barrett. It's a difference. Shaq Barrett has an edge. Joe Trayańczyk, no edge, none. There's no nasty to it. There's got to be some. You got to be pissing vinegar in there a little bit. Okay, so we need to see more as far as the pass rush. Vita Veya, I saw a couple plays where when Vita Veya turns it on, yo, like he, if you know what the hump move is, Reggie White pretty much made the hump move popular. Pretty much you get into someone and you, and you, and you use their leverage against them kind of like a wrestler. Vita Veya is starting to figure out how to do that. If he does, everybody else is in trouble. Because he did it a couple of times yesterday, and those guys have no chance with his little chubby self humping him on that football field with his 6-foot, 380-pound ass humping people on the field, okay? So Vita Vea, when he figures things out, I think he's starting to figure things out. And Vita Veya to me, mostly is um, it's his health. If he stays healthy, he's going to be fine. But we got to see him for 16, 17 games this year. I thought the offensive line, for the most part, played well. There's a couple you know, the penalties here and there. Uh, I know Gadecki had an early mishap, an early penalty. I didn't hear Tristan Wirth's name at all. At all. At all. So if Tristan Wirth falls off 40%, he'll still be a fantastic left tackle. That's how good he is. So I'm done worrying about Tristan Wirth. I'm done. Done. The Filer kid, I didn't hear his name much either. They got to run the ball better, okay, as a whole. You know, the Buccaneers ran the ball, uh, you know, I think uh, Rasheed had 17 attempts, 39 yards. That's not good. That's 2 points something a carry. It's not good enough. But at the end of the day, it's the rushing attempts. Still having the ability to rush the football at the end of the game is important, and the Buccaneers had that. So there was some there's a there's to me there was a lot more good things that happened in that game, because I'm not the person that goes. You see the box? How great they look? Bullshit. No, no you, you can't play like that and think you're gonna go ten and something. It's just not gonna work that way. Okay. Now there's film on Baker Mayfield in this offense. It's gonna get harder. It doesn't get easier. Okay. Offensively, we probably weren't good enough yesterday to win many games. Offensively but we were good enough yesterday to go on the road and win. And we got to applaud that. Here's some things that we have to improve on. And that's, that's for sure. I saw some broken coverages yesterday. Like it's okay to see somebody get beat. That's, that's all good. But broken coverages are not okay. I don't care what week it is. It's only week one, but that's a mental thing. Okay. If you keep on breaking coverages, you'll find yourself on the bench. So the Buccaneers had a couple broken coverages yesterday I didn't wasn't a big fan of. Um, and they were blatant. You could see them during the play, like DB's looking around like who's supposed to have that guy? We saw that too much in, in the past. That's gotta be gone. Okay. It's gotta it's got it's gotta be gone. Period. For those of you who don't want to bet and bet legally, you have to go to my bookie. Okay, this has got to be done. As a bettor, you demand perfection and my bookie delivers. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system gives you options to bet and win all seasons long. Let's say the first two legs of your parlay hit. Cash out early and use the funds on another bet or let it ride for the chance for that big payday. Join the MyBookie family for an entire season filled with odds boosts, free bets, and super contests. This season, you got to hook up with MyBookie. There's no strings attached. There's cash bonus and it lets you deposit and withdraw quick. Use promo code in the trenches on a deposit of $50 or more and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly to your MyBookie account. Bet your deposit amount once and you're ready to cash out at any time. Again, use a promo code in the trenches to claim that free cash, everybody, for your de- free deposit. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with my bookie. Play calling offensively. Canales is starting to figure out what he has. So we got to give him some time to figure out. Like, that's the first time that unit's played together. They really haven't played together in preseason that much. They practiced together. But now he sees what he has. Some of the stuff I didn't like, um, too many drops for me. Mike Evans dropped a touchdown. We remember he dropped one touchdown last year. That's your one touchdown drop, Mike. That's it. That's over with. Once again, I'm going to worry about Mike Evans catching the ball as much as I'm going to worry about Tristan Works playing left tackle. We can't worry about Mike Evans catching the ball. He's got to do that. Okay, that's that's what he does, all right? So, Kate, I, I, Otten had a drop early that was big. Um, just too many key drops. Uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, and listen, if you ask me if I'm a Baker Mayfield fan, still not, okay, because... To be a fan of somebody, I got to be comfortable with them throwing the ball 40 times, and I'm not quite sure any Buccaneer wants to see Baker Mayfield throw the ball 40 times. But you got to like what you saw in the first game, and that is that's that is what we need from Baker Mayfield. Don't lose the game. He ain't going to throw for 400. He's, we're going to lose. We're going to lose. We got to play defense. We got to not turn the ball over. We got a little bit of luck yesterday. Minnesota caused some of their own heartache. And I have a guard punch the ball out, and we get uh, and JTS jumps on the ball. That's their, that's them effing up. Okay, so some of the stuff we did not create, but most of it we did. You know, Otten, we probably we need to get a little bit more out of Otten going forward. Mike Evans, that's probably what we're gonna get from Mike Evans. That's probably about what we're gonna get from Chris Godwin. And but as a whole, offensively, we played safe football, safe. Which is good for for yesterday. Going forward, that we maybe against Chicago, we could play safe football. But I need to keep on looking at the schedule. and What's ahead of us? Safe football is not going to take you. It's not going to take you very far. All right. Broken coverages. Uh, too many drops. There was a couple times, and coordinators watch. Okay, coordinators watch film. There's a couple times where the Buccaneers came out in an empty set. We used to call it scat back in the day, where there's no, there's just all receivers out there, and there's no backs. All right. The problem with an empty set is there's five offensive linemen blocking, and if it's an empty set and you got no running backs, if you send six guys, you got to throw it hot. Period. A couple times yesterday in our empty set and scat for uh, uh, protection. They came at Baker Mayfield, and he he didn't make the right decisions. He didn't make the quick enough decisions. I don't know whether the receiver didn't break off hot. I don't know if Baker didn't see it. But a couple times, it got us in trouble. So going forward, we're definitely going to see more of that, okay? So, you know, to me, you know, when people watch that film uh, of our offensively the Buccaneers yesterday— I don't know if we're going to instill fear in a lot of people. But you st- when they watch us defensively, they're going to go, okay, well, this Buccaneer team, may- they may be back a little bit defensively. Before we're back back, though, we got to put that quarterback on the ground more. We don't put him on the ground enough. We, we, we really don't. We, we have to be – we were running around the field – if you add a pass rush to that, then now we're talking about the Buccaneers of old. But until you put a pass rush in there, we can't really compare ourselves to the Buccaneers of old. Now, let's go back to the fourth down where um, Todd Bowles went for it on fourth down. At the time, I questioned it. And I, I, I've all This is my thing, okay, about a coach's decision. I'm going to question the decision regardless because that's I, I, I go by the flow of the game, your strengths. Whether it m- works or not, doesn't matter to me as far as your decision-making, okay? I thought he should have kicked the ball. The fact that he went for it and got it, great, okay? From what I, I heard from a good source, that he was going to go for it regardless. I'm okay with that. I'm Listen, if you're a coach and you have confidence and you look at your team and say, let's go, let's get it, I'm okay with that. But you have to ask yourself, if they didn't get it, what would the narrative be today? You have to ask that because I've heard other people, not me, I've heard other people talk about how they dislike Todd Bowles. I like Todd Bowles as a coach because I think you win with your talent. I think you win with your talent. And yesterday, Todd Bowles got the most out of what was going on yesterday because the Bucs were not more talented than Minnesota. They weren't. I don't think the Bucs have a better defensive line. I don't think the Bucs have better receivers. I don't think the Bucs have better quarterbacks. I don't think they have a better running backs. I don't think they have a better tight end. I mean, the Bucs beat a team on the road, a more established football team. No doubt about that. And, but there's certain things that we have to clean up. We being the Buccaneers going forward. If the Buccaneers think that they're going to continue to win, you win by three points. That's a beautiful thing. Now, they averaged three point six yards an offensive play, that's very 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 low. You saw you saw how well our defense played yesterday, and our defense played their asses off. They gave up five point nine yards a, a, a play, and we got three point six. So if you look at the box score, you probably would not look at the box score and think that the Buccaneers won this game. Okay, total total passing yards: Bucks one seventy three, Minnesota three three twenty eight. All right. And you would say, well, maybe they're rushing. Well, Minnesota rushed for 17 yards, and that's what the Buccaneers need to do to continue to win. But the Bucks rushed for 33 yards. So that's not going to continue, everybody. That's going to have to be ramped up for sure. The Bucs would have to put the quarterback on the ground more than they have. We're going to have to run the ball more efficiently, period. All right? Uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, uh, you know, for what? Happened yesterday was perfect for me. Perfect. Now, this is one thing I'm gonna let everybody know right now, and that you heard it here first. All right. Baker Mayfield needs to smarten the hell up. Okay? Remember, I said you heard it here first. Quarterbacks don't do that for 17 weeks. And you know what that is? Is they don't put their shoulders down for 17 weeks. It won't happen. I'm just telling you. He's not Josh Allen. And Josh Allen, that's going to run out soon. Baker Mayfield early in the game, I think it was third or fourth down or whatever it was. He was four yards short, lowered his shoulder, and was three yards short. You ever see Peyton Manning do that? You ever see Eli Manning do that? You ever see any quarterback that lasted a long time in the NFL do that? When we saw Baker Mayfield in Cleveland, what was some of the downfalls of Baker Mayfield in Cleveland? He's always beat up. Got slings on and harnesses, and he's a tough guy and bullshit. Get your ass out of bounds. Slide. Slide. Tom Brady ain't catching no licks, but Tom Brady's going to be there in the 17th week. So, Baker Mayfield, you're not going to do us any good if you're getting licks all season long you're not built for that so i'm almost positive in the meetings today his quarterback coach his offensive coordinator his head coach are going to say stop doing that you're a starting nfl quarterback stop blowing your head don't do that you, you're, great you're inspiring everybody but you can't inspire anybody from the bench and that's exactly where you're going to be if you continue to lower your shoulder like that Listen, nobody likes competitive nature more than me, but not for my quarterback. I want my quarterback to be present. That's all. I don't need my, I like effort now. Don't get me wrong. It's got to be intelligent effort. A couple times Baker held onto the ball a little bit too much yesterday. But once again, it's in that situation it was about not making a mistake and losing the game. There's going to be other situations where the Bucks are down 14 points, and he's going to have to make he's going to pull the trigger. You know, watching a game last night, you know, Dallas Cowboys are not that good, and the Giants aren't that bad. But put Danny Dimes in a situation where you're down 15 nothing, when you just hiccup, what happens? Giants aren't built to come back from from you know from down 15 nothing in five minutes. They're not built like that. I'm not sure the Bucs are built like that either. But yesterday the situation was that Bucks defense was a great matchup with that Minnesota offense. The Bucks defense early, you saw, just probably wasn't gonna give up a lot of points. Justin Jefferson's a special football player, okay? To hold him to no touchdowns is amazing. Seriously. As many times as as he touched that ball yesterday, and Justin Jefferson, I think he had uh, a dozen targets or something like that, brother. To watch that and him almost get two hundred yards, and you still play well against the guy. That that guy's gonna, that guy's gonna get a three hundred yarder this year, no doubt in my mind. That's a bad boy. Okay, I don't long routes, short routes, intermittent routes, quick routes. It doesn't matter. Like this kid is long, and when you watch him run routes. Uh, he's running routes like Cooper Cup, like this, t- like quick little twitch. That's Jefferson's a bad boy. Is he? If he stays healthy, he's going to beat him. I mean, he's, he's got a jack He's going to have a jacket on him. He stays health- healthy. That's it. You can't say that about a lot of people. He had twelve targets. He had nine receptions for one hundred and fifty yards, and, and the, the Bucs didn't play poorly against the guy. They really didn't. So, make a long story short, the Buccaneers are one to zero. Gotta feel good about themselves. Chicago Bears coming to town. The Buccaneers got a pound in their chests right now, man. When you're two and zero, you know statistically things turn out, and then you start feeling good about yourselves. Then all of a sudden, you think you're a good football team, and that's all that's important. All's important is that those guys in that locker room believe that they're a good football team. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter how you got prepared as a fan yesterday, if you're a Buccaneer fan. It it matters what those guys in those locker rooms believe. And if they believe they can play and they can win, sky's the limit for these guys. But you still have to do the little things going forward. You have to make some adjustments. You got to do something substantially better than what happened yesterday if you think you're going to go forward and continuously win in, this, in the NFL. Once again, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, the Giants, Cincinnati, out of those four teams, two of those teams are making the playoffs, if not three. So it's it's a, it's a one-game thing. So we don't want to be sitting here pounding our chest too much because one it's one victory – we don't know how good we are. We don't know how bad Minnesota is. We don't know much of anything right now. All we know is Buccaneers were good enough to go into Minnesota and beat them yesterday, and that's all we got. That's all we could. That's all we can live on. And you gotta feel damn good about yourself. You gotta feel good about the way the kids fought, okay? That's the only thing for me. I didn't know what it was gonna look like. No idea. I didn't know what the offense looked like, defense gonna look like. I didn't know what the... The, the style of the offense, now I have a little bit of more of an indication what it's supposed to look like, and then we can go forward from here. So, hey, I hope next week when I'm on In the Trenches here talking to you guys and talking about a 2-0 Buccaneer team, and listen, I would like nothing more than to say I was wrong about this Buccaneer football team. And I would applaud Baker Mayfield and Todd Bowles and everybody to death because it's a whole lot more fun watching your team win than to watch, you know, last year wasn't that bad. We made the playoffs, but it was kind of an anomaly type of a year. You don't normally make the playoffs at 8-9. We Last year, we probably should have been out of it. With four weeks left. Everybody was losing all the time, and we still they still couldn't catch up to the Bucks. So that was a weird type of year. We're not going to be able to do that this year. There's other teams winning in our conference. Anyways, if anybody wants to hit me up, you hit me up on social media, Ian underscore Beckles. Uh, I'll be on The Bone every Saturday from noon to 2 on the football show, talking a little college, talking a little NFL. And uh, other than that, I'm just going to be uh, stewing in my Buccaneer juices all week long, enjoying this uh, victory, and hopefully we're 2 uh, 0 next week. Everybody have a wonderful week, and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.